that's a very important piece of property for the town of Franklin. Uh, it's kind of the gateway into uh, the downtown areas. Mm -hmm. Steve Sherlock here for Franklin Matters, Franklin Public Radio, anywhere on the internet, WFPR.FM, and in the local Franklin Mass FM radio dial at 102.9, here today for another town council quarterbacking session with our town council chair, Tom Mercer. Tom, happy Thursday. Uh, happy Thursday and happy new year. And happy new year <laughs> as well, of course. Yes, yes, absolutely. We're uh, We're starting the new year, and you started the new year last night with a bang <laughs> with, or with a cheer more appropriately with a cheer yeah, yes. with, with, a, with a cheer for sure yes yeah. so very quickly for the new listeners welcome to this the two hour just over two hour meeting last night we're going to condense to you know 30 minutes give or take um and we appreciate uh council chairs input and insights as to what's going on but yeah let's start um in terms of answering kind of the two overall questions okay what just happened <laughs> and what does it mean for us as franklin residents and taxpayers and the recognition that you started with last night and that's been a recurring theme of different groups come from time to time but i think the fullness of the chamber and the energy of the youth that was in the chamber was rather unique yeah, uh, in, in in my experience, it, it certainly was, and it was uh, uh, one of those uh, really fun nights where we get to recognize the achievements and accomplishments of uh, some of our younger folks uh, in the community. And last night we got to recognize the Franklin Panthers fourth grade football team for winning the Eastern Mass Super Bowl uh, and going undefeated. And uh, they were all there in force. Uh, there was, uh, I think there's 28 or so on the team and every one of them was there. The parents were all there. Uh, so Multiple it was a great coaches. night. It was yeah. a uh, it was a lively group in the council chambers, but these are these are the things that really mean a lot. Uh, they mean a lot to the young folks. Uh, they mean a lot to the parents, and it certainly means a lot to uh, the council. And we just relish having uh, the younger folks and the group different groups come in and be recognized for the achievements. Uh, for their achievements and giving us an opportunity to recognize those uh, in front of the uh, town audience that uh, uh, hopefully are watching. Mm -hmm. And if they hadn't, they'll they'll turn they'll hear about it and tune in and listen. And I know there was a number of phones uh, recording video of the presentations <laughs> as it was going on. I was there yeah. in the. I had been, I missed the EDC meeting. I was in the third floor training room recording the school committee budget subcommittee, which is another, obviously we'll spend some time on that later. <laughs> it's more school committee and budget yeah. focused, but 
as I was coming down the stairway to the council chambers, there was this buzz. It was like, what's going on? Where? How many people are here? And then I saw yeah. the team come in and it was like, oh, that's what's here. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really cool. And it, what was really nice is, you know, I called a, short, a brief recess after right. we get, got the proclamation so that we could take some photos with them. And we were lined up taking photos. And one of the kids uh, or the young folk in, in front of me said, what camera do we look at? <laughs> there and were multiple. 40 cell phone cameras <laughs> taking pictures. And I thought it was a great statement. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then I think the, the key image, and I think I caught part of it in one of my photos, was the you and the council lined up and they lined up. So it was kind of like the two teams, you know, shaking hands at the end of the meeting. That that was just a nice touch as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought it was, uh, I like pausing, getting a brief recess and giving the council an opportunity to recognize when we have groups like that, every one of them. And you're right. It looked like uh, teams meeting at uh, uh, at the 50 yard line and mm-hmm. uh, shaking hands at the end of a game. So uh, it was really cool and really enjoyed it. And I thank, uh, congratulate the kids and uh, parents and coaches and thank them for uh, coming before the council and giving us an opportunity uh, to say job well done. And there's, there's more opportunities for that to come. Um, as we've talked, the community has been rather uh, generous and rather successful in a number of ways. And yeah, we're not perfect. We do have our problems, but um, hopefully with that kind of setting, we'll continue to have those good conversations so we can resolve the problems as they come forward. But we'll get into that in a little bit more. But the other couple of pieces that we started with in terms of the presentations and discussions, finally, Having had the tech difficulty earlier, uh, Vicky Earl's presentation, while not shown, the link has now been shared. And uh, Library Director Felicia Adi talked about this national register. We actually have two historic districts in Franklin. Yes, we do. And uh, uh, I think that caught uh, even a few counselors uh, uh, off guard because they weren't... uh, I'm not sure everybody understood, and I'm not sure everybody does at this point totally understand how that uh, National Register uh, of Historic Districts worked. But we do have two. We have the Dean Academy at Dean College uh, Historic District, and then we have the uh, Franklin, uh, basically it's the Town Common Common. Area. historic district so uh it was really it's it's a great presentation and uh you know we've had a couple of opportunities uh we tried to uh get this played at a council meeting but uh unfortunately when this was the way this was recorded the volume uh during the recording was so low it's difficult to get it projected uh at a council in the council chambers onto a zoom but it's very well worth uh 
going to the Franklin Library website, and I'm sure you'll have it up on uh, the Franklin Matters, yep. Franklin TV, uh, and the town's website. And uh, I just would ask all of our community, take 20 minutes and watch this presentation. Vicki Earls did a magnificent job in putting it together. And it is really eye-opening. It certainly was to me. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot I I was not aware of. Um, and uh, uh, I just think it, it, it's just a, a great presentation of uh, the historic, a lot of the historic pieces of Franklin. And there are multiple, uh, you know, uh, and we get a little bit into it last night. And, you know, it might be a further discussion down the road as to uh, there's the national or federal uh, historic district, then there's the state piece. Uh, and they don't intertwine uh, very well together. Mm -hmm. uh, and the requirements uh, are a little bit different. And some of them, uh, you know, if you uh, name a historical uh, site or a historic uh, uh, home, there's certainly, uh, if you choose to be on it, there are requirements and there are things you can and can't do uh, with the house uh, without permission from uh, the, uh, whether it be the national or whether it be the state. Mm -hmm. uh, but in a district, it's a little bit different. It's everything within that district is considered on the national register. And uh, there aren't as many shall we say, restrictions that are uh, put on, on those. But it is very interesting. And in her presentation, uh, you get a, better, a little better understanding as to the differences between the two. Uh, but it goes even further than that. And I'm not sure today's the day to get into it. Nope. But... Uh, respectfully it, it, no i yeah in terms of trying to shorten in the meeting well we'll we'll send them to the link <laughs> spend the 20 minutes do yeah. the look contact the library and the quick short summary in my mind is there are levels of registry and obviously both grants available um yeah. but also restrictions depending upon the level that you're on and in some that the discussion really should continue now with much more info in terms of okay we have this should we do more and if should we do how more? do we do that yeah absolutely and, and again you you raise a very good point in that there are grants that are available for the hist for historic pieces but uh, along with those grants come restrictions, and mm -hmm. sometimes are those restrictions really not worth the grant money that may be available. Right. And that's what uh, municipalities uh, need to uh, weigh in making these decisions, as well as individual homeowners or landowners or site owners that uh, 
uh, on looking at these registries. So mm -hmm. uh, it's great information. I think it's something uh, that uh, everyone in the community should take the 20 minutes uh, and and watch this uh, presentation by Vicki Earls uh, because it's well, well worth it, very well done. And I want to thank her for all the time and effort that she put into this presentation. Yes. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. And then the second update uh, slash presentation discussion was from Jamie, and it certainly reflects back uh, as we're starting this new year. Well, what did you manage to accomplish last year? And as at the beginning of the council term, you had set out a bunch of goals. And lo and behold, as part of our discussions, you did accomplish a lot. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it's it's sometimes eye-opening for us as counselors until you really see it in black and white. But what's, what we do is we set forth uh, at the beginning of the two-year term of the council, uh, the sitting council, uh, we put together goals, uh, two years worth of goals that we'd like to get accomplished. And then we kind of tweak them a little bit after a year uh and take a look see where we are and it was eye-opening to a lot last night when uh we received the update from the town administrator and it's just it, it's a tribute to the team we have in franklin uh our administrators uh, as well and let me start with the council uh, you know, the council puts forth these goals and, uh, you know, uh, we don't look at this. Uh, we look at this very hard and make it maybe not always totally achievable, mm. but we try and get as many things onto these goals as we possibly can. And uh, to say that the council, the administration, the department heads, the departments, or every municipal worker in the community uh, has been a part of where we are on these four pages of goals mm. that we established a year ago. And we are really, really in uh good shape i believe uh the staff has done a magnificent job in uh accomplish or bringing accomplishing many of them completing many of them mm -hmm. there are still some pending uh there's still a lot of work to do uh which got started last night we'll get into that in, yep. in a couple of minutes uh but to see the status of uh, the goals that we put forth for 22, 23, uh, uh, I certainly sitting here as chair will tell you that I'm very happy with uh, the work that's been put in by our administrative team, uh, the council, as well as uh, department heads and every municipal worker. It's just uh, magnificent. So, uh, but we need to keep it going. Yes. And uh, uh, there's still 
a lot of these goals that have been worked on but aren't complete yet. So mm -hmm. we we still have some work to do. Uh, but I'm very happy with the status of the goals as we sit here uh, today, one year in. Yeah, there's no resting on the laurels. That, no. that doesn't count. No, that, that doesn't, doesn't count. count. No. But it, it is good to at least look back and say, you know, as frustrating as it may be from time to time where, oh, this didn't make it. This one's going to take a while. This one's going to do this. This one's going to come back to us. When you look back at the year in terms of what was truly accomplished, what progress has been made, there's a boatload there. And, you know, that also sets you up because last night you took some actions on and we'll get into those in more detail with the legislation piece. But you set up for for, for another set of goals <laughs> beyond that. So, yeah, it was good. At we least certainly to did <laughs> to pause, look back and get started on the new year. So yeah, before we yeah. get into that section, you, you had some other, quote, minor, but worthy of note. And the first one we'll touch on is the renewal of the municipal agreement that the police and the town have with Tri-County for their school resource officer. Absolutely. And uh, I think to a degree, I'm not sure that everybody uh, knows how this was all put together. But, uh, you know, we never had a full-time uh, police officer, resource officer for the, for the schools. Uh, then three years ago, Tri-County uh, was asking for some resource uh, help, and obviously uh, uh, we didn't have that in the budget in order to provide a resource officer for uh, Tri-County. But we entered into an agreement with them uh, where uh, they would uh take 50 percent of the cost the town would take 50 percent of the cost and we'd share an officer that is totally uh working with the schools um uh, both you know the high school as well as but the entire schools as well as tri-county so mm -hmm. uh you know and sometimes it's morning at franklin and afternoon at uh tri-county or it's monday at tri-county and tuesday at franklin uh but uh the resource uh officer paul garino uh had just has done a magnificent job of uh uh being the resource officer for both uh, the town and uh, the Tri-County uh, High School. And it's worked so well uh, that we uh, just entered uh, another three-year agreement uh, uh, to provide that same resource officer, uh, and again, splitting the cost. Yeah, and I think clearly the relationship matters on multiple levels there. Clearly the officer in question services both he's well respected so that both parties tri-county is a separate legal entity yeah. and the town have put money together to fund this and to the extent that okay we've already done it for three years they want to continue it for another three <laughs> we must be doing something right for that to happen. <laughs> exactly steve yeah and then you get into while well, on the police and fire side uh three contract uh, I think it was one contract renewal um, and then a couple of adjustments based upon agreements that had been made and modified along the way. 
exactly. Uh, it was a tweak to the sergeants, uh, police sergeants, and a tweak to Franklin Fire. Uh, and then it was uh, actually signing the formal uh, contract with the Franklin Police Union, so a patrolman's union. So uh, those were finally uh, sealed. Uh, the tweaks were very minor, uh, but it's something that we, you know, we have to do so that it's, uh, uh, and we had discussed it in uh, executive session uh, a couple of weeks ago. So uh, last night we were just bringing forward. So it's kind of like we're done for now with uh, all of the uh union contracts and uh, for the, you know, obviously on the municipal side, uh, part of things, we've we've got that all done. So, you know, for another couple of years and then, you know, again, the, the contracts uh, were all started uh, basically July, uh, July 1 of 22 and run till uh, July, uh, June 30th. 25 25 right yeah so sometime into 24 i would think that process of beginning the renegotiations yeah you get a little bit of a breather but not too much (laughs) yeah it's not it's not a whole lot of breather but it is because they're all lined up at the same time right now uh on the same time frame it it does give you a little break, whereas in the past when they were split a little bit mm-hmm. different years, it seemed like you were always in negotiations. True, and that can get that can get cumbersome, and it can get uh, it can wear you down for sure. Yeah, yep. And then the other piece in terms of, and we've already teased to it a couple of times, but you set the council and the town up for some significant discussions and thereby decisions uh, with a series of four committees you set up. We'll start off with the shortest committee charge in terms of up and through what end of June, just yes. to work on arts and culture goals and objectives, I think. Yes. Uh, and again, uh, you know, arts and culture has just come so far in our community in the last three, three to five years. Uh, and, you know, there's, a, there's the, uh, you know, Franklin Cultural Association, and there's the Franklin Cultural District, and uh, we're, we just wanted to put this uh, subcommittee together uh, just as kind of a bridge until we get to a point where we're able to uh, get these groups working together. Um, You know, uh, obviously, we'd love to have an arts and culture uh, director for the community. And that's something we're looking at down the road. Uh, But in uh, the short term, we needed to get a group together to help bridge the arts and culture pieces get trying to get everybody onto the same page because there are so many different groups. Uh, and again, with each group comes differing opinions mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, and different, different directions. So, uh, we felt, uh, that there a need to provide some guidance or some leadership, 
to these different organizations and groups trying to help them begin to work together as uh, a group mm-hmm. to uh, further our arts and culture in the community. Yep, and bring it together. And that's all a good segue because that input effectively becomes a, a piece of the input into the master plan, which we're required to do every 10 years. It's coming upon that time. And I know we've talked about it um, in other uh, as, uh, of our conversations because it was coming together. Certainly the housing plan will be input to that. There, uh, I talked with the conservation uh, agent soon because the Conservation Commission just started the open space and recreation portion of that. And all of that comes together with the Master Plan Committee, which will be formally uh, appointed. But this was at least authorized last night. Right, right. What what we tried to do or what we did last night was put these committees, put these four committees uh, uh, into place with a charge to those committees. So uh, over the next uh, few months, we will be putting these uh, uh, committees together and actually putting names to the seats. But uh, in the case of uh, the master plan, since uh, we had just uh, jumped to that one, uh, is going to be a member of, there'll be 13 members to that. Uh, committee, the full committee, and, right? You know, the full committee. There'll be three members of the council, uh, two planning board, one zoning board, uh, one uh, Franklin Concom, and six members at large. And just to back up a little, the uh, 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 arts and culture. Uh, Part is a you know is a smaller group, and the time frame on mm-hmm. that group is uh, hopefully by the end of June that that one will be able to close out. Whereas the master plan, we're probably looking at twelve to eighteen months. Yeah, uh, easily. Yeah, to get yeah. that one. Uh, yeah, it's done. it's it's and a much it, it's much a, bigger undertaking. Uh, much bigger and very time consuming, you know, uh, part of their charges to review the uh, current master plan, identify the key issues uh, facing the community uh, and uh, recommend goals and objectives for Franklin's future. Uh, develop a clear action plan and make a final report to the planning board within 18 months. Uh, and then from the planning board goes to the uh, town council. Mm-hmm. So um, this is a, this is a big one and yeah. probably the uh, 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 one of the biggest jobs for a subcommittee out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time we did it, Jeff Roy, uh, Representative Roy, chaired the Master Plan Committee. And, uh, uh, you know, we've been going with that Master Plan for... Well, since 10 years. It's since 2013. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 2013. Yeah, 2013. So, yeah. so uh, it, it was. it's time to update it and uh, take another look and see where we look to 
what we look to the need to do over the next 10 years. So yep. our, it's an exciting piece, uh, but it's a very time consuming piece. And uh, there's a lot of work that's going to go into this uh, uh, this group. And, you know, uh, I'm sure over the next uh, few days, uh, Jamie will put out, uh, our town administrator will put out uh, notice to the community because there are, uh, there's community representation mm -hmm. uh, on all of these uh, committees. Right. Uh, and... Uh, looking for people that are interested in serving. And uh, that's kind of why we put kind of a time frame on these, uh, just so that people understood uh, what they might be uh, getting themselves into or what they might be looking forward to getting themselves involved. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, the master plan one is probably the biggest one. You need to make sure that you have the time uh, and, and the wherewithal to be able to commit uh, the time necessary to do the job that we need done as far as putting together and updating the master plan. So, Yeah, and for the residents and listeners to tie it, effectively many of those goals and objectives become your individual goals and objectives mm -hmm. in the two-year time period that you work at. But some of those actually go off into the department level, which then bring up back to you at some point. So there is a relationship, not always one to one, but I think in the master plan committee, as they go through it, we'll look back at the goals and objectives from 2013. And offhand, I think there was a good set of accomplishments against many of those. There yeah. were still some that was progress has been made, but there's still some where um, we just didn't get to that at all. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, so that, you know, that, that's the master plan one, uh, probably the other, uh, the next one might be, uh, the Davis there building reuse, uh, mm -hmm. advisory committee. And, uh, we're looking for that committee, uh, um, you know, to conduct an assessment of the current conditions uh and possible uses uh we do have uh we did put aside some money for uh consultant to uh uh castle bulls to come in and uh take a look and work with that uh with this committee uh to come up with uh some ideas some suggestions uh for the council to entertain and we're looking at this committee to come back to the council with a report by the end of uh, calendar year uh, 23. So, and again, in this this committee is uh, uh, nine, uh, nine members, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so. With some resident participation oh, yeah, as well exactly. as three, yeah. three, council, three council members, one member of the planning board, and five five members at large. Yep. Yeah. Uh, again, community involvement and uh, you know that that's a very important piece 
of property for the town of Franklin. Uh, it's kind of the gateway into uh, the downtown areas. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so anyway, uh, I'm excited for getting this committee into place. Uh, I'm even more excited to hear uh, what some of our options will be as we move forward and what the suggestions come back from uh, the consultant as well as the uh, uh, Davis Theory Reuse Committee uh, bring to the council at the end of the year. Yeah, and I think timeline-wise, when we look at this, clearly the arts and culture short-term, as you said, and we said, leading up to the master plan piece, that's good. The Davis Thayer decision, clearly it's been talked of. There's many ideas out there, but having the architect and some analysis done. So what's the realistic options? One, two, three, to bring back and at least get an idea of the discussion decision before the end of the year. Because I right. think there there is an aspect of that that could lead itself into that other police station t- team. Um, but that's a significant building committee. And if they are going to consider either the land or whatever, that decision needs to be made before they really go too, too, too far down the road either. So, it, yeah. It, ex- exactly. Uh, so, uh, and that was really the, uh, I think that's the last of the, the last of the four. Yeah. The last of the four. And uh, again, that's a uh, uh, a committee, I believe, of 11. And uh, um, it'll be made up of three town councillors, uh, as every other of the committees uh, have three councillors on it. Uh, the chief of police, obviously, or, or their designee. Designate, yeah. Um, town administrator or designee, director of public facilities, one representative from the MEC, uh, regional dispatch, two members of the department, uh, one department staff male, one department staff female, uh, and two citizens, uh, uh, again, looking for some expertise here where we're looking for a citizen that might have some engineering background uh, and maybe another citizen that might have some construction background because this is specifically a uh, either a building committee or a renovation committee, but actual uh, structure. So we're, uh, uh, I'm excited about this, but this is uh, one of those that is a little further down the road than maybe mm-hmm. some of the others, uh, but just wanted to get it in place, uh, get the charge to the committee in place, then get the committee in place probably mid-year where uh, we can start uh, at least having some initial discussions as to uh, are we talking renovate, are we talking new uh, mm-hmm. uh, how much land do we need? Uh, right. The, all those kinds of uh, questions that, uh, and we did put aside uh, some money uh, last year to uh, bring a consultant on board to help us uh, begin the process of discussing where, what we need, where we need to go. Yeah. And timeline, while it's going to be a bunch of work, it's also a little bit more open-ended that, 
until the renovation and or building is complete. <laughs> exactly. And, and we don't know what that exact timeline is yet. <laughs> no, I can tell you from past experience that uh, 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 it can be very time consuming. Uh, I can tell you uh, with the new high school, uh, having chaired that building committee, I can tell you we started that in 2008. We opened the door in 2015. So um, Seven <laughs> it, it can be, uh, I, I certainly don't expect this to be uh, that kind of time frame because uh, there were, there are many other uh things that had to be dealt with uh, mm -hmm. um, when you're dealing with school facility and state organizations uh, with the MSPA. Right. And so, uh, uh, but it is not just a 12 month or an 18 month no. situation. No. Offhand, probably probably three to four years. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I, I more than likely, I agree three to four years realistically. And yep. because more, at least to your point, especially with MSBA, we're not dealing with that. We are at least more in control, depending upon what decisions we actually make. So, yeah, right. that's right. the operating piece to begin with. Yeah. Without yeah. question. And again, that would, uh, you know, involve the community because there would be, uh, you know, obviously a ballot question that would have to be out there. So, mm -hmm. so. You've got a bunch of work ahead of you. <laughs> uh, yeah. so, uh, 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 as much as I was uh, applauding the efforts of the council administration and uh, departments and uh, municipal workers, I say, folks, uh, we've got a lot on our plate. and uh, But it's all really, really good stuff. Uh, uh, I'm very excited about it. I know my fellow counselors are very excited about all of these committees and getting these in place and moving forward. And again, that's the whole key to all of these goals and all of these committees is to continue to move forward. Mm -hmm. Maybe some months a little faster than others, right. but uh, you have to keep plotting forward, uh, plugging forward, plugging into it. These are, uh, these, a lot of these goals are, you know, going to be years away from being complete, but you have to move forward. So I'm excited for that. And I'm looking forward to 2023 and, uh, uh and beyond <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> And bringing more of these goals to uh, that favorite word I like to see at the bottom, complete. Complete, <laughs> for sure. And not that I was looking for things to actually do in addition to what I'm already doing, but now there's just so much more. I mean, it's it's oh. all good. It's just, you know, so we'll just have that much more opportunity to share about what's happening here, what's happening there, what's happening there. So listeners, these will be recurring themes come back again. We thank you for listening, but there's more to happen as, as this continues to go forward. Absolutely. And I, you know, and uh, just to, uh, uh, to add one little piece to this, I want to thank uh, you, Steve, as well as Franklin TV, uh, Franklin Matters. Uh, it is, people don't have no idea how much time it takes to cover all these things. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I know how much work it takes 
uh, as a counselor to get all of your things done. But when you're covering the council, the school committee, the CONCOM, the finance committee, uh, all of these different things, uh, uh, economic development subcommittees, mm -hmm. uh, the yep. schools. Uh, school subcommittees. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just can't thank you enough. And I think the community needs to say thank you to you. Uh, you know, the, uh, uh, Franklin Matters, uh, and I know Alan Earls and Franklin Observer uh, do, do their piece, and uh, Franklin TV and Franklin Radio, mm -hmm. uh, trying to get the information out uh to the community as to what's going on and uh i as a uh, the council chairman and i know i speak for the entire council say thank you uh for all the time and effort you put in pete fasciano at franklin tv uh is, is such a uh great source for us as well so uh thank you one and all for all of that work you do mm -hmm. well thank you and thank you also for taking time this morning for the on the residents' behalf to condense the two hour meeting into this, you know, 30, maybe 35, 40 this morning. But you know, it's all good stuff. So yeah, we'll yeah. do it again in two weeks because you've got okay. another meeting, another agenda. Who knows? It may be longer, maybe shorter. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. Thank you again. And for the rest listeners, a quick reminder: we do this because Franklin matters. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tin Type Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.